Thank you, Father Ted. It is truly a joy to be here and to be um, with you. I have so many wonderful memories of, of St. John when I was a student. We used to come here, the Tsumas, Father Hadzopoulos, and I know I'm speaking of the past, and perhaps there are some people who remember that. It's also a joy to be with Father Ted, προς τον Θεό, διότι αληθινά ο πατήρ Θεόδωρος είναι ένας άριστος κληρικός και πέρα από κληρικός και άνθρωπος και άνθρωπος α, του Θεού που έχει δώσει τον εαυτό του στην ιεροσύνη και στην κοινότητα αυτή. Εις το όνομα του Πατρός και του Υιού και του Αγίου Πνεύματος. Σήμερα, αγαπητοί μου, όπως ξέρετε πολύ καλά, εορτάζομαι και θυμόμαστε μία τραγική, ατυχής και σκοτεινή ημέρα από την ζωή του Αγίου Ιωάννου του Προδρόμου και Προφήτου. Η ζωή και ο βίος είναι γνωστός σε όλους, προπαντός σε σας που έχετε την ιδιαίτερη ευλογία να λατρεύετε τον Πανάγαθον Θεόν και τον Άγιον Ιωάννη, τον προφήτη Του, σε αυτόν τον αγών που είναι αφιερωμένος στη μνήμη Του. Αυτή η λυπηρή ημέρα μας θυμίζει τα άκρα της αμαρτίας, το ζήλος και μίσος οδήγησε στο σημερινό επεισόδιο την αποκεφάλιση του Αγίου Ιωάννου από τον Ηρώδη. Όπως είπαμε, τα γεγονότα είναι γνωστά σε όλους μας. Και σε πολλές εικόνες μπορούμε να δούμε τον Άγιον να κρατάει σε ένα πίνακα, σε ένα πιάτο το κεφάλι του. Είναι τόσο φοβερός και δύσκολος να καταλάβουμε και να βλέπουμε αυτή την εικόνα. Να κοιτάζει κάποιος αυτή την φοβερή και γραφική εικόνα. Και πολλούς χριστιανούς έχουμε ακούσει να μας πούν πολλές φορές ότι μάλλον θα ήταν καλύτερο να την κατηργήσουμε. Μας φοβίζει και μας ταράζει όπως και όταν κοιτάζουμε και την εικόνα του Τιμίου Σταυρού, τη Σταύρωση του Χριστού μας. Όμως και μήπως είναι αυτός ο σκοπός όταν κοιτάζουμε αυτή την εικόνα, να θυμόμαστε ότι η αμαρτία κάθε ανθρώπου οδηγεί σε ένα πολύ δύσκολο και όμοιο και φρικτό τέλος. 
Για τον Θεό κάθε αμαρτία, αγαπητοί μου, απομακρύνει τον άνθρωπον από το δημιουργό μας και μας θυμίζει ότι ο ίδιος ο Θεός και δημιουργός, ο Κύριος μας, είναι Αυτός που μας έπλασε, μας αγάπησε, τελικά μας έδωσε τη ζωή Του για να Τον θυμόμαστε και πάντοτε να είμαστε κοντά Του. Αυτός που μας έσωσε από την αμαρτία. Η σημερινή ημέρα είναι ακόμα μία υπενθύμηση ότι κάθε αμαρτία, μικρή ή μεγάλη, πληγώνει τον Θεό και επίσης πληγώνει και τη συνείδηση του ανθρώπου. Το τραγικό επεισόδιο άρχισε με τον ιό του Ηρώδη που είχε πάρει το όνομα του πατέρα του. Χώρισε με τη γυναίκα του και νυμφεύθηκε τη γυναίκα του αδερφού του, Φίλιππα, γνωρίζοντας ότι αυτό ήταν εναντίον της εντολής και τον νόμο του Θεού. Ήταν ακριβώς αυτή η παράβαση που ο Ιωάννης ως προφήτης και άνθρωπος του Θεού παρουσιάζει και φανερώνει στον Ηρώδη, στη γυναίκα του και σε όλους αυτούς που ήταν εκεί αυτή την ημέρα. Αυτό είναι ακριβώς τι έκανε ο Άγιος Ιωάννης όταν πρόσφερε την αλήθεια, την ειλικρινή και βαθιά αλήθεια σε αυτή την παρέα του και στους ανθρώπους εκεί. Αυτή η πικρή αλήθεια, όπως και πολλές φορές και σήμερα, συμβαίνει και σε μας Και μας δίδει μία ευκαιρία να μετανοήσουμε από το λάθος πολλές φορές που έχουμε κάνει, αυτό το λάθος που μας οδηγεί πίσω στον Θεό. Ο εγωισμός μας πολλές φορές δεν μας επιτρέπει να ακούσουμε τα λόγια και τις εντολές του Θεού παρά θέλουμε να καταστρέψουμε αυτό που μας κάνει να αισθανόμαστε ένοχοι και αυτόν που τολμά να μας πει την πικρή αλήθεια. It seems so simple to Herod as king at that time to do what he wanted to marry his brother's wife brother Philip's wife and to divorce his own wife but Saint John John the forerunner and Baptist reminded him that it was against God's law to do so it seems that Herod despite being angry and also fearful at the same time still considered St. John's words and how much John was respected, not only by him, but all the people. He didn't put him to death right away, but rather put him in jail in order to silence him, at least for a time. It was Herodias, 
his new wife, and now that became the cause, who was seized with anger that wanted to destroy him. The rest I am sure you remember, how Salome, the daughter of Herodias, despite her anger and her deep hatred, pressured the king in order to lead him to another deeper and greater sin. Salome danced for the king on that day when so many of the great guests of that land were surrounded there and were present. And he was so pleased by that dance of Salome that he said publicly, I will give you up to half of my kingdom. And he made that promise, perhaps not thinking of what would follow. And the girl, the woman, Salome, asked Herodias, her mother, what should she ask for? And she told her, ask for the head of St. John. And indeed, that's what happened. The head of St. John was put on a platter and given to her. And she, in turn, gave it to her mother. That is the story the tragic story of the martyrdom and the death of St. John the Baptist that we remember today, who Christ called the greatest man born of a woman on earth. This day is a fast day designated by the church, but also a feast day as we think of John's dedication and death. Not only do the faithful fast on this day, it is a strict fast day today, but in some places, they also refrain from using plates and platters in remembrance and in consideration of what happened at Herod, Herod's banquet long ago. Some icons depict St. John holding a platter with a severed head, as we said, and often we find it difficult to even gaze at it. In many icons, St. John is depicted, as it says in scripture, with wings and with clothing that he wore in a desert. The wings taken from the Gospel of St. Mark give us the reason for that. Behold, it says, I send an angel, my messenger, before thy face. St. John, as forerunner, as prodromos, paved the way for Christ and indeed lived an angelic life of faithful service to God. The words of St. John's message were also the first words that were uttered by Christ himself. Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. When people asked John, if he was the Messiah, he clearly declared that he was not. He said of himself that he was simply the voice of one crying in the wilderness, sent to make straight the way of the Lord. When the Pharisees asked why then he was baptizing people, 
St. John responded that one was coming whose sandals I am not worthy to strap. The coming Messiah, he said, is preferred before me, for he was before me, the eternal God. John came baptizing with water so that he, Christ that is, may be revealed to Israel and to all of us. To those who persisted viewing Christ as his competitor, he told them that Christ must increase, but I must increase. He compared himself to the bridegroom in that he was his friend. The friend is happy for the bridegroom, but he is hardly the center of attention. Since the beginning of time, countless numbers have faithfully served God. Patriarchs and prophets, martyrs and missionaries, saints of old and new, all dedicated servants and witnesses of who God is and for all he has created for us and for our salvation. Above all of these men and women stands St. John the Baptist, the forerunner, the man who paved the way for Christ, the Son of God, bringing us to God and also announcing to us the good news of our salvation and the kingdom that is to come. This is why then there is such great devotion and respect and high esteem for St. John. The great reverence we have for his simplicity, his unswerving faithfulness, even unto death, and clarity of God's plan through Christ. John became his first apostle and a model of virtue and holiness. Perhaps there is no better way to conclude then than to ask for St. John's intercessions through one of the hymns that we sang today and every time that we remember his blessed memory, which is dedicated to him. O St. John the Baptist, implore Christ our Lord to deliver us from all our passions. O John, since you stand by the throne of Christ, the heavenly King, beseech him to have mercy on our souls. Amen. Kalimersas, vuitiasas, kronia pola, kefalisas apastoyet kloxenias simera, batir, theodoro mekalesas, vuitiasas. God bless all of you. Good morning. Kronia pola.